again, everybody. Welcome again to another Blessed Wins Bible Message podcast. It has been a great two weeks. Glad to be back recording this podcast. And I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit today about, are you getting everything out of your relationship with God? Do you want to? You need some faith. In order to get everything out of your relationship with God, you have to have faith in everything that God is doing and the promises that he left us, the promises that he outlined in the Bible. It is impossible to please God without faith. Hebrews eleven six says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Faith is believing in the evidence of something that you have not seen. So do you believe that God created the heavens and the earth? I do. Do you believe that Jesus was born of a virgin and died for our sins? I do. Do you believe that he rose from the grave and ascended into heaven and defeated death? I definitely do. And if you do, then you have some faith. Just those things alone takes faith for you to believe. Do you want the most out of your faith? Do you believe in those promises that God gave us about prosperity and healing for us? There are many more. So far, my research has indicated that there's over 8,000 promises made by God in the Bible. I'm doing a lot of research on that right now, and it's very interesting. Do you want your prayers answered? Because that takes faith. Pastor Kenneth Hagin says, Do you want guaranteed answers to prayers? Learn how to walk in love. You need to understand that faith works by love. Galatians 5, 6, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. So you must have faith, and you must work with that faith through love. You must show love in all things that you do must be done in love. We can please God by having faith, but if we do it without love, it's meaningless. So what is love? The Bible provides us a definition in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Wow. 
Love is patient. We need to be patient with people. It's kind. We got to provide kind words. Love does not envy. We can't be jealous. Jealousy is not love. Doesn't boast. We can't brag about the things that we do. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. We don't have to take somebody else down and disrespect somebody else to make us look good. That's not love. It's not self-seeking. We're seeking the good of many. We're seeking to help other people. When you self-seek, it's not love. It's not easily angered. When you're acting in love, you don't get angry fast. You listen. It keeps no records of the wrong. How many times have you been sitting there and and you kind of have a running checklist of all the things that happened to you in the past? Maybe it's with a loved one that you get in an argument with and you start going down everything that got you angry with that person over the last however long it was since your last argument. Maybe you're going to go back past that. Love doesn't do that. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Love seeks the truth. It always protects. We always take care of people. We want to protect them. We trust them. It leads us to hope. And it lasts forever. So don't allow hate to creep in. It will steal our faith and it will limit our gifts from God. We have to avoid giving any place in our mind to hateful thoughts. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Find the silver linings in things. Find the stuff that is good in everything. When it's a rainy day, the grass gets water. There's always good. Sometimes it's hard to find. But if you look close enough and you think hard enough, there's good in everything. Every bad situation produces some good. Remember when you were a kid And somebody told you, might have even been your mom told you, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. That's very fitting. When people are coming to talk to you right now about things and you might not be happy about it, find the good things to say. Because they're probably seeing the bad too. Don't pair with that spirit of anger and hate. Find something good to say. Even if the person is mean and whatever else, maybe, they, maybe they're wearing a nice pair of shoes. Maybe tell them their shoes look nice today. So how do I love others? Seems like a fair question. The Bible says, like you love yourself. Matthew 22, 36 through 40 says, Teacher, which 
is the great commandment in the law. And he said to them, You should love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Hmm. Love the Lord with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. I can do that. I do do that. Love one another as you love yourself. So what does it mean to love yourself? Do you love yourself? We're told to be humble, but I have to love myself. Because if I don't love myself, then how am I supposed to love my neighbor? Because I'm supposed to do it the same way. But we're told to be humble. We're told to make sure that we are not boasting. How do we do that and still love ourselves? The answer is in the first commandment given to us from Jesus. You shall love the Lord with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. This is the great first commandment. The second commandment is loving yourself. So the great commandment is loving the Lord. I believe we are not to love ourselves more than we love God. I believe that that's what that is saying. Keeping in mind, there's a big difference between arrogance and loving yourself. Because arrogance is just, I'm all that in a bag of chips and I don't need anything. If we love ourselves more than we love the Lord and we don't believe that we need the Lord, that's where we get into trouble. So I think... It's better stated when people tell us that we have to be humble, that it's we still need to love ourselves. We just can't think that we don't need the Lord. Ephesians 4 2 says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. So we need to be patient. We need to be humble and gentle, but we need to treat each other with love. So here's the big question. Do you love yourself? Again, how can you love others if you don't love yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, you don't know how to love others. We need to remember a couple things. We need to remember that God loved us so much that he took his only son, Jesus, and Jesus suffered for us, horribly suffered prior to being put on the cross, and then suffered on the cross for us to be our sacrificial lamb. He took so much pain for us to show how much he loves us. If he loves us that much, are we telling him that he's wrong 
if we don't love us? Are we telling God, if you don't love yourself, that God is wrong to love us? Genesis 1.27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. How can we hate our physical being? How can we hate us? If God created us in his image. We can't. We can't hate ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We cannot take to heart the mean things that the people of this fallen world say to us. We cannot bring ourselves together with those spirits of hate that are spewing venom all over the place. Ecclesiastes 7.21 Also, do not take seriously the words which are spoken, so you will not hear your servant cursing you. Some people are just complaining. I was a boss for a while. I know people said things about me when they were upset with policy decisions and things like that. That's okay. They can be. Don't take them seriously. Sometimes people just complain. It's a spirit. They're being driven by a spirit of discontentment. Don't give that spirit any room to work because that spirit of discontentment will start making you discontent. Don't give it a place. Examine every situation and repent if necessary. Sometimes people are complaining, but sometimes when you look back, maybe you made a decision that was self-centered. It's okay. You make mistakes. Repent and move on. Ask God for forgiveness, don't do it again, and move on. 1 Peter 3.9 Not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving blessing instead. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit that blessing. You might inherit a blessing if you do not return evil for evil. Bite your tongue. If those thoughts are coming out, stop them. Stop them before you give them life. Returning evil for evil, all that does is put you in agreement with a spirit. It's an angry and hateful spirit. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Or find something good to say and move on. If it's owning some responsibility, own it. If you did it, you did it. The mistakes we made helped build wisdom. It pointed us in a direction. Some mistakes may have even changed our lives. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. So how can you be upset about your mistakes? How can you not forgive yourself for your mistakes? You need to love yourself. Not hate yourself because you made mistakes. For the longest time, 
I've been my own worst critic. I'm harder on myself than anyone could ever be to me. But I need to love myself because they're just mistakes. And we all make them. Every day I try to be a little bit better than the day before and not hate myself for anything. I don't have any regrets because all regret is is looking back and going, I made a mistake there and I regret it. And you're not forgiving yourself for it. You're reliving it. The devil wants you to relive your mistakes to continue to oppress you because then you don't receive the full gifts of the glory of God. And again, when you make mistakes, look for what you should have learned from them. Look from the wisdom that you gained. Sometimes it's hard to see. I get it. But it's there. Might take a couple days to manifest itself on the good that comes out of it. But it's there. Don't dwell on it. Just don't give it a place to live in your mind. Remember, think about good things, not bad things. So I got a job for you. I got a, a homework assignment. I don't usually assign homework during these podcasts, but I had a friend that was doing a class called Pathways to Wholeness. And during that class, he gave us homework one day. He said, I want you to go home and I want you to look in the mirror. Walk in front of the mirror. Look yourself eye to eye in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. Say it out loud. Don't whisper it in your head. Say it out loud. Sometimes that can be tough for people. If it's hard for you, keep working at it. Don't stop trying. I believe based on the Bible, God wanted us to love ourselves. Based on those Bible verses that I said, he wanted us to love ourselves for who we were and what we were doing. So that way we can understand how to truly love others. If there's some sinful reason why you find it difficult, repent, pray for forgiveness, and move on. Because once God forgives you, and that's one of the promises, that if you ask forgiveness, you will be forgiven. So long as you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So ask for that forgiveness and repent. So you can look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. Remember, it's okay to learn from your mistakes. That's called wisdom. It's not okay to dwell on them. Let's pray. Lord, give strength out there to the people that need strength. And for those that are having a difficult time loving themselves, Lord, Give them the strength to love themselves the way you want them to. Lord, and if they need forgiveness, Lord, give them the power to forgive. Lord, be with them over the next two weeks, and may God bless them. In Jesus' name. And before we go, I'm going to leave you with one more thing. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. 
And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Because without love, without understanding the love that God has for us, without understanding the love that we need to have for ourselves, how can we have faith and how can we have hope? Thank you all for listening again. I will talk to you all in two weeks. Remember to hit like and subscribe. And in Jesus' name, have a blessed two weeks.